What's up, you beauties? Welcome to a uh, sort of, I don't want to say an emergency show, but, uh, you know, a spare of the moment show. I'm, my name is Jim Michael I'm here with Matt Hoagie Hoagland uh, to sort of talk about the uh, today's press conference, the introduction press conference between uh, for Keith Jones and Danny Briere. Uh, Dan Hilferty, Valerie Camillo, and John Tortorella were all part of it. It was a big event, it looked like, at the Wells Fargo Center today. Uh, wanted to get up there, but unfortunately, sometimes you have to actually work your real job. Uh, Hoagie, you, you, know, you said you had a chance to scroll some Twitter. You, you heard bits and pieces. What were your thoughts overall on, on what you've seen so far from the press conference? Uh, gen- I'm genuinely excited about this this move. I know a lot of people are uh, the the whole X flyer crap. I, I know that was brought up by uh, by Hilferty. You know, like guys, it's okay. It's okay that they're X flyers. Yeah, like give them a chance. And I I I I'm I've always been under the, the impression that yes, they're X flyers, but they're newly X flyers. That they, they're not that separated from playing. So I I'm I'm excited for for Keith Jones and Danny Briere. I think uh, I think these guys are, are really gonna take this team to where it needs to be. And it's just, it, it's such a refresher where everybody keeps saying it's a team. It It's not, it's not an I it's, it's we're working together. We're going to do this together. It, it, I, I just think that is the best thing that, that we need right now. Yeah. And I, I wonder if, so at times when they kept using those, those kind of buzzwords, I'm like, okay, I think they realized that having one guy with all these responsibilities ended up being not such a good thing. Um, and maybe, maybe it is a job for sort of one person, but I don't ever see, you know, they, they split up responsibilities. And at the end of the day, I think that makes everyone's job a little easier, right? Cause you want Danny Briere focusing on, you know, specific things on, you know, making the roster better, yada, yada. Yeah. Uh, you want kind of Keith Jones focusing on big picture, you know, less kind of in Danny Briere's way. And I think he has that personality. Like he, right. he knows, he knows what he's good at. He knows what he shouldn't be in. Uh, I don't see him as the kind of guy that would kind of, you know, hijack anything, right. you know, like this is my position. I have a say here. You know, I kind of see him as let Danny do his job, let Danny grow, do his thing. Um, I was, let's start with this. Let's talk Keith Jones a little bit. What did you think about that hire? I was shocked by Keith, Keith Jones. Cause he was not, he was not one of the guys until the very last minute. Right. Like it was like Eddie Olchek and, and a couple other bigger names and Keith Jones just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, huh. That's that's an interesting, interesting name to be be in the fold here because I, you and I, we only know Keith Jones the player and Keith Jones the broadcaster. Yeah, he's never been involved in hockey ops or front office, uh, thing. So I, I'm excited for it. I think it's it's a breath of fresh air. I think he's very well versed in probably the front office because he knows so many people. He's been around the league for forever. I think I think it's it's huge for us because he has the connections from broadcasting, not just for NBCS Philly, but for NHL Network, for TNT, for NBC Sports. So he he's been doing it for quite some time, so he, he's very well connected. I totally agree. Uh, like I don't really see. So I've been I've been trying. I, I usually try to keep an open mind, Hoagie. Like imagine that, right? In today's right. world, where you can think multiple things. So I'm like, okay, Especially you know, they, the flyers. Right. There are people who don't like this. All right. Let me try to understand why. Like, because 
you know, my, my thoughts and opinions, just because I have them and I like my own thoughts and opinions doesn't mean they're always right. right. So I'm like, all right, let me try to go see some different perspectives. And I think people are, are mostly honestly just fearful. Like, I'm not sure what they were looking for in this role. I think you have to consider, all right, so I, I, let's just say, I think some people wanted strict hockey guy in that role. Right. It's a hockey position. He needs to know the sport, yada, yada. He should be a businessman as well. Okay. You have to take into consideration the personalities and the attributes of the people you have already in their roles, yep. right? Like, why hire a Danny Briere if you're going to have somebody micromanaging, right? Like, let him grow, let him do his thing, uh, see what he can become. And when he needs help, when he needs to kind of be, you know, brought back to where you want him to be, you yep. talk to him, you teach him. And I see Keith Jones as the perfect kind of guy for that. Like, he's yeah. a guy that you can go to for help. And he's also a guy that's not going to stand over your shoulder and make sure you're doing things the, the, the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I was thinking this on my on my drive home from work today. Uh it we have such a very dynamic three between Tortorella, Briere, and Jones. Mm-hmm. is loud and proud, as we all know. Briere's kinda he's soft spoken, but he, he lets it be known. And then I feel like Jonesy's kind of that like laid back guy, but he gets down to business when, when it's time to get down to business. And I, I think, I think those, those dynamics are just going to mesh real well in, in just creating this team dynamic for everybody that I, I'm not worried about it. And I, I do like how Keith Jones said, listen, I'm going to have some, th- some saying things, but at the end of the day, it's Danny's job. He makes the decision. I'm not going to stand over his shoulder and say, no, that we, we shouldn't be doing that. He's just gonna have a he's gonna have a say and let Danny run the reins. Exactly, I think it's important because uh, so I'm thinking about like during this, and I want to touch on Briere and Tortorella as well. Let's start with Tortorella a little bit here. So, Torts, I would say arguably, I don't want to say that he has the strongest personality, but he has maybe the most uh, edgy personality, where or most confrontational. We could right. say like yeah. when he speaks, it's always kind of like. I'm not looking to get in an argument with you, pal. I'm just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see, um, you know, how that dynamic works because you mentioned Jones. He has kind of a more laid back personality. Um, but I like, let's not forget here what Jonesy's role was when he played. <laughs> like, this is not a guy that's going to shy away from right. confrontation. You know what I mean? So yeah, if there's absolutely. something that needs to be said, you know, he still has a backbone and a spine where he's going to, you know, he's going to, if something's happening that he doesn't like, I'm sure he'll speak up. Yep. Um, they couldn't have gotten, in my opinion, a, a better human being, a better person right. than Keith Jones to be in this role. Um, honestly, I feel lucky. <laughs> so I'm serious. Cause yeah. you couldn't have gotten a more genuine guy to, to yeah. be in this spot. He, he knows the flyers. He knows the fan base. He knows what's wrong. And, uh, he's going to do, I think what it takes to connect these things. Uh, I mean, what do you think there? Hope? My dog's going to keep barking, so I'll let you take this one over. Right. So go ahead. No, I I completely agree. I think I think he's been connected with the fan base because he's been in that broadcaster role, but he's able to you know come down as well and probably the uh, the, the carnival. He 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 hears he hears the, the the fan base and he knows what what's wrong and he he wants to get back to it. There's even been times 
you know, NBCS Sports doesn't cut off their mics right away, and you, you hear some things that they say in between plays. Like, and, and he's he's the guy that that is going to get this back on track. Like I think he said earlier, like we're all get back to to actual Flyers hockey. Like this is the team that we're all going to love again. Which I yeah that and like you said, like there's no better person no better human than keith jones i i don't know if you've ever read his his autobiography but if you if you haven't pick it up it's it's a great read I, all right we'll do i'm putting just, that on it, it just it, it kind of kind of brings you back to earth it's like when he got drafted he was just sitting in his living room eating pizza just just chilling like that's just the type of guy that i, I see jonesy as i i'm gonna have to reread it now because it, it just kind of brings it back full circle dude so i'm gonna so Jonesy's someone that I've kind of admired for a while, right? Like one of the things I love most about him, and I could be wrong here, but like he never goes out of his way to trash anybody on the air. Cause, and I feel like it's because he's, he's been a player before. So he knows like these guys aren't playing bad on purpose. Like if you're not playing well, he just won't talk about you kind of thing. He'll talk about the guys who are playing well. And uh, so I really respect that because it's very easy to, trash somebody on national tv you know it's hard to be like okay well let me steer this another way um he's just he's a people guy and uh you know i'm gonna tell it's it's not a long story but you know being up in the the press box and stuff it can be a little bit intimidating because you're seeing all these faces and voices that you know you grew up watching you grew up listening to Mm -hmm. and uh you know I, i bumped into keith jones more than one time and he stopped he stopped to talk to me and I'm like, I, I didn't expect it. Like I, you know, I went up, shook his hand, say, how are you, Mr. Jones? And he stopped. I'm like, Oh shit. What do I say now? And he's like, Hey, like, Hey buddy, how are you? Who are you with? And I'm like, uh, HW hockey. Have you ever heard of them kind of thing? You know what I mean? It's like, right. wow. Keith Jones stopped to talk to me. Doesn't even know who I am. Right. And to me, that says a lot because he could just keep walking, you know, give me a head nod and yeah, get, I'm sure that. wherever he was going was more important, whether even if it was going to get a cup of coffee, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> yep. He yep. stopped to say something to me and, you know, it. I guess it meant a lot, number one, but also number two, it says a lot about who he is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. No, that's so, I, I completely agree. I, we both have had uh, uh, Jim Jackson on the on our, our respective pods before. Yep. He's he has had nothing but great things to say about Jones. He, he just talks him up like he's the greatest human on earth, and I, I'm going to miss him on on broadcast. But I think I, it, he's just that type of guy that that'll kind of bring us back back as a tight knit community. Kind of kind of how it was when Ed Snyder had had ownership of, of the team. So I didn't even consider that part right there. And, you know, he did say when he was rap, I think it was the last actual sentence of the show uh, that this is Ed Snyder's team. And, yeah. uh, you know, he it sounds like he takes pride in that. And, uh, you know, he's kind of a, a, a bridge, I would say, because he, he was here for, you know, he knows a lot of the old guys. Yep. He, he was here, uh, when was it, in the early 2000s, late 90s now? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I can look it up. Uh, he was here for one season. I got it real quick. It was uh, 2000. I'm sorry, 1999 to 2001. He played eight games. I'm sorry, 1998 to 2001. Yep. So he was here for about two and a half, three seasons. So, 
Yeah, yeah he, he, he knows. And then he went into broadcasting. He's been on the WIP morning show for almost 25 years, I think. This, the guy knows the area, He and he's a bridge because he's not – he doesn't have – so I think people are worried about the broad street bully kind of mentality. Right. And, uh, you know, that's not me saying that they were here, they were playing during that era. No, like that, that's, that was passed on, you know. And I think – Jones, he, he had a taste of that, you know, playing for the Flyers for those three years, and he's been around for so long. But when you talk to him, when you listen to him, you know, he doesn't have that mentality to me. He's kind of like, I, I, I don't know how to explain it, really. He's just, it he just seems like he gets it. He doesn't cling on to the past. Yeah, right. I, I think he, that I think that's what you're trying to say. He, does, he yep. doesn't cling on to that past. But also, like, those late 90s, early 2000s, like, the Broad Street Bullies weren't the Broad Street Bullies of the right. 70s. Like, it was kind of like the, you know, the turn of the page. But even then, it was still brutal Flyers hockey to, to play against. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But I, I, and I think, I think Danny Breer's in that same realm where, like, you know, he, he was still under Ed Snyder. He still played for Ed Snyder. He came here as a free agent, which Keith Jones praised during the press conference. Like, he, Danny Breer wanted to come to play here. Like he could have gone anywhere else, but he wanted to come to Philly. And I, I think that just speaks volumes to both of them that they've, they've stayed here for so long, regardless of, of what they've done in the organization. They've, they've stayed here. They've, they've, and they want to keep continuing the tradition that Ed Snyder grew. <laughs> That's a great point. Outstanding point. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad thing for guys to have, you know, past connections to, Ed Snyder. I, right. I, I love that, you know, and carry that into today, but do it in today's style. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you said it right there. Um, any thoughts on Dan Hilferty? I like him. Okay. I thought he did a, a pretty stand-up job. I, I, he, he made one comment that really st- stuck out, and someone was like, you know, how, how are you going to measure up to Ed Snyder's standards? And he goes, I'm not Ed Snyder. I can only be me. Like, and that, that just hit the nail on the head. Like you, you can't be Ed Snyder. It was right. Ed Snyder's team. It still is Ed Snyder's team, but you still have to lead this team as if it is your own. And I think he's, he's going to put his own, his own stamp on it. So I, I really like that. I also liked how he said he was in the airport a couple weeks ago in California and shaking, shaking people's hands saying, Hey, I'm Dan Hilferty. Like anybody that was wearing anything remotely flyers, I'm like, that's cool. Like he's yeah. not hiding behind a blanket. Like he is making himself known. And he said he's on me walking around the stadium and and being at events. And I, I think that's important to have somebody that forthcoming with the fan base because with I feel like with Dave Scott, like no one no one saw him ever. <laughs> like I don't know what that was about, but I th- I think having somebody that that is going to be around and and knowing his face, I think is a, is very important for for this fan base going forward. That's a great point. I mean, it kind of seems like this guy knows what he's doing, right? You know, because he's he's got to create. Well, I don't know if it's so much him, but like, and they use collaborative and and teamwork. They need to create a new sort of brand. They need to endear themselves to the fans and connect with fans again. And that sounds like that's what he's doing. Yep. Right. So yeah, that's that's great stuff there, Hook. I I I missed that part. Yeah, it was, it was like the very end. I just heard it right before I got out of the truck, and I was like, ah, that that kind of that kind of hits home. I it could just you know be false 
false promises, but like it kind of gives you that. Well, uh, yeah, because I think excitement. Yeah, I think. Well, for me, and I'm sure a lot of other people, the fear is: all right, you know, corporation, uh, it's going to be very. There's there's going to be a disconnect. You know what right. I mean? And I think that's what we felt, or at least uh, I'll speak for myself. That's sort of what I felt over the last however many years now that, that they just keep pushing us further and further away, you know, like they're trying to appeal to a fan that's not there kind of thing. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe this is them attempting to bridge the gap again, uh, which, Hey, I'd be all for, you know, as yeah. long as it's genuine kind of thing. Yep. Speaking um, of corporation, okay. how'd you feel sure. about the, the question about, you know, uh, are the flyers being sold during the interview I thought, process? I thought, I thought that was interesting because yeah. uh, my, my first thought was, okay, did that turn anybody off? Like, is it well known around the league that, you know, Comcast is not good for the flyers, you know, right. or as Tom mentioned in our group chat, maybe interviewees wanted to know, Hey, if I'm coming to work here, I need to know that I'm working for you. And you know, that this is how things are going to be for, you know, uh, a long time. Right. You know, so the, I guess there's two sides to look at it. Um, personally, I, I'm just not a fan of Comcast, the, the corporation overall. I think right. they're not very good. So that always kind of worries me a little bit because things kind of trickle down and we've seen that the last bunch of years. So until I guess they can prove that they're going to do things differently. Cause I mean, let's, let's not forget like today was a good day. We, you know, we're, we're fans of Jonesy, fans of Briere. Hilferty sounds good, but it still needs to be proven kind of thing. It's like, all right, well, this is all great. This could be a good thing here. Like, let's go do it now. And in my opinion, Comcast doesn't have the best record of going out and, you know, doing what they say kind of thing. So right. that's kind of my thoughts there. What are yours? No, I, I was surprised by that. It was even brought up, you know, are the, are the flies being sold? At this point in time, I I don't see any reason why they would be sold. If if they were going to do it, they were going to do it before they announced, you know, a GM and president of hockey operations. I like, I just don't think it, it was relevant. But Comcast has definitely proven to us that it really isn't that. It's not moving the needle for us at at, at all anytime soon. So I'm hoping that with a new face leading the Flyers, I think hopefully it it turns that needle and kind of pushes us in the right way so it could just be that that change of face for us that's true so let's move on a little bit let's talk about danny briere a little bit uh he had it right away his message to the fans you have my full attention and that kind of grabbed me a little bit yep. because it, to me it shows that he's paying attention he knows yep. what's being said out there there's a lot of I think mistrust amongst fans in the organization. And, you know, a lot of fans are, I think, upset. I, I, like, I think it's past the point of anger a little bit. Fans are just straight up sad. When you think about the Flyers, it's like, and bitter. Yeah, it's like, damn it, I can't get excited because there's not much to be excited about. Yep. And so, you know, when he said, you have my full attention, it's like, okay, well, knowing this, come up with a plan and fix that. And I yep. think. I believe that these are these guys are smart, and I think they'll they'll figure out how to do that. Uh, today's press conference didn't make me doubt that at all. Right. What do you think about Briere? 
no, I that that quote right there, like I have your full attention. He was definitely listening when they had that uh, season ticket holder. Uh, what was it? Press conference or, yeah. or whatever, where everybody just booed, like booed <laughs> them off the stage before they even got on the stage. Yeah, you could tell that. Yeah, all right, he is listening. He knows we. He knows we're upset. He knows that we want to change, but he also knows, and he's being realistic that this is going to take time. And he, someone said, I don't know who exactly said it. It's going to take time, but. They said it. They're being realistic. They've used they used the, our favorite R word multiple times today in rebuild, which I, I I'm I'm glad they're saying it because I feel like for the past couple of years, Chuck Fletcher was just too scared to say it, and just being honest with the fan base is is just super important right now because we just don't want to be pumped with false promises anymore. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and and really. If you use the word rebuild, expectations really can't get much lower. So right. like, <laughs> things can only go up from there. So like <laughs> you're actually helping yourself out by, you know, using that word like, hey, we're going to go through something. It's going to suck for a little bit, but it's going to be good in the end. You know, exactly. like, yeah, it's like, OK, well, team's going to be trash for like <laughs> two or three years. Let's yeah. watch for the kids. And all of a sudden, any expectation of or hope of winning is gone. So yep. like, just be honest. If, if that's what you're going to do, just tell say us. it and then do yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. So it's uh, that whole thing. And for me, I, I've been someone that's kind of been against rebuilds. Cause I'm like, God, oh, no, I, I don't have the, the patience to, it's been 10 years since the flyers were really relevant. Like I, I can't, it's, it's can't do tough. that. Yeah. But uh, if the organization is going to come out and say it, and they're going to do it in some capacity. I have no choice but to say, okay, well, this is what they're going to do. So I'm not going to, ha- I'm not going to jump on Twitter every day and call them idiots. It's like, all right, you know, this is what they're going to do. I got to sit through it, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be patient. I mean, Briere's even said he's, he's watched Colorado do it. He watched, he's watched Montreal do it. Like he, he's getting some of that. He's gotten some of that experience of watching clubs rebuild. Yep. And, you watch Colorado, they're one of the most dynamic teams in, in the NHL right now. Yeah. Like I, I'm hoping that Briere takes some of what he learned from those clubs and teams and applies it to the Flyers. Because if he can do that, he has my full uh full attention. Absolutely. And real quick, so just in case anyone is is wondering what Keith Jones' responsibilities are, I kind of jotted some down and I have a comment here from from John I want to read as well. So Keith Jones' responsibilities, uh, he's responsible for implementing organizational vision and plan. And that's not just, so the organization is bigger than the players on the ice. So if you're watching, listening, keep that in mind. It's the the entire organization, all right? Collaborating with Torts and Bruyere, right? So how I took it, Hogan, please interject or tell me if you see things different. Torts and Bruyere are the two that are going to be the most focused on the roster. Yep. Keith Jones is going to be in the, sure. He'll be part of those conversations, but he'll kind of be, you know, more in the background. You know what I mean? Like I could, I see him checking in like, Hey, like, you know, what's the plan here? What are we doing? What are we looking for? And then he's going to hold them accountable to the plan kind of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, he's also going to collab with business ops. So Valerie Camillo and that side of things, he's going to be in collaboration with the league, obviously. So that takes some weight. 
off of Briere. Like Briere doesn't have to do those things. Uh, connect with business leaders, corporations, and fans. And I think Valerie mentioned something about um, you know outdoor games and things of that sort. Um, so she went to, I believe she went to Jonesy and was like, Hey, like, you know, we want to do this stuff. Are you on board for it kind of thing? And so I guess collab in in those sort of ways, as an example, uh, and an interesting comment here from John. So Jonesy has a unique perspective and league wide knowledge besides having a very keen hockey mind. He is his informed contribution to Briere's decision-making, is a huge benefit. And yeah, there you go. I, I think that pretty much explains it. Uh, Hoags, anything you want to add there? No, I, I think Jones just has, he's, he's smart with hockey. He can break down plays. He knows the game. I just think having him on both sides of, of the, uh, of the ball for operations and for the, the team, I think it's just, it's, it's really going to push us to the next level, to be honest. So do you see this, and you know we've got about five minutes left here. Do you see this as the start uh, of, you know, turn? I mean, I, really, you could argue the start of turning this franchise around started with the hiring of Tortorella last year. Absolutely. And I know there's people out there that had a hard time watching the Flyers. If you watched the year before, this year was almost a treat because you could actually watch hockey again. Yeah, this year was. was this year was hockey. It was fundamental hockey. Right. So, okay. So the turning around of things started, let's say last year. Do you feel confident now that the group that's in place, the Flyers can make an even bigger, do you think the ship is pointing in the right direction now? Do you have hope and faith that things are going to get fixed? I think they're starting to turn the boat. I don't okay. think it's, I don't think it's fully in that direction. Obviously with these hirings, it, it I think the hirings are, are the, the next turn. Like, Tortorella started it, and then these are like you know, all right, here it comes. And I think there's still some more, some more things to be put in place, mainly with the roster, things like that, that are really gonna like push us to the next level. But I think we're we're really starting to get get into that right direction with these hirings here. Absolutely, I think so too. You need good people, and and so good people make it easy to root for, right? And they they found good people in Jones and Briere, and then. You also want them to have, you know, the hockey stuff, the business stuff. And I th- obviously they have that. I mean, these guys played. They've been around the league. Briere went to Wharton School of Business. Like, he knows what he's doing. Right. Keith Jones has 25-plus years broadcast experience. Um, he's been around the league his entire life. I have no worries about any of that stuff. Anything that they need to learn that maybe they haven't learned yet, they're going to learn. Right. They're going <laughs> to learn. Like, I- I'm not worried about what they don't know. Like, because because learning comes with experience as well. Of course, they don't know everything. So whatever they need help with, whatever they don't know, come on. These guys have a wealth of, of knowledge and a wealth of connection. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not worried about these guys don't know how to do their job. Like, if the inexperience is no – honestly, Hoagie, honestly, I want someone that doesn't have the experience yet because they don't have – maybe any negative habits or any negative reputation. It's fresh. It's brand new, you know? So yeah, a a lot of people are concerned about how neither of them really have that, you know, that operational or or GM type of background. And I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Let them, let them go. If it sink or swim. And we've been, we've been sinking for the past two years. So Let's start fresh. Let's let's get on. Let's get on this train and, and let's see where it goes. Uh, like, I'm excited for it. Like 
previous years we've we've we knew what we were kind of having in in Chuck Fletcher. We he had that that history. Like it, this is this is new. It's I I feel more optimistic than I did when they hired Hextall because Hextall yes was brand new. He did a lot with the LA Kings, but I feel like this is is a just brand new era. Of, I mean, of Flyers. It really is though because. Hextall even had some experience, you know, assistant GM, whatever he was in Los Angeles. Right. Uh, Fletcher, obviously, retread GM. Danny Briere's got no right. NHL GM experience. So you can't get any fresher, any newer yep. than that. Yep. Keith Jones, same thing, you know. Uh, so it's not retreads. I mean, these guys, sure, they played for the Flyers at one point in their career. They fell in love with the city and, and whatnot. And I see that as a plus. You know, but they didn't, they didn't play here their entire career. You know, Jonesy played in Washington, Colorado. He could have fell in love with those cities. He fell in love with Philadelphia. He loves the fans. I think we're lucky to have a guy like this around the organization. Uh, Same with Briere. You know, he played in Buffalo. He had his, some of his best years in Buffalo, you know? Um, Hey, it's, the weather's always nice in Arizona. He could have <laughs> fell in love with Arizona or Phoenix. Yikes. He fell in love with Philly for whatever reason, still lives in the area. I, When guys pick you, yeah, especially guys of, of Jonesy and Briere's caliber, yeah, it feels good. Yep. So, you know, even, overall. Even Jonesy said it when he got traded to Philly. He was ecstatic. Like it, it, He's like, oh, hell yeah. That's a great city to be in. That's a great team to play for. But – and he's just stuck around for all this time. Like that that's such a great feeling. Because they get it, right? And they have a passion right. for the city, a passion for the fans, and they want to do good for, for us, you know. Yep. So uh, you know, maybe I'm biased and I very well could be, but I would rather have somebody that's you know, has an, an emotional invested interest in seeing the success of our franchise over um, I don't know, somebody that's come from I don't, let's say a Fletcher or a Doug Wilson, somebody that has no no emotional connection or ties to the city, to the fans. And hey, if things don't work out, at least I'm getting a paycheck, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So overall, I mean, I think we're both excited, and I, I think fans generally should they should be excited. You know, like uh, yeah. I I get if there's still mistrust, but you know, it's up to the Flyers now to to fix that. That's any any cool. final thoughts, Hug, before we wrap up? No, I'm I'm excited for this offseason though. I think uh I think the these two at the helm will uh will maybe make some big splashes come free agency, come the uh the draft. Hopefully something happens. I think so too. Uh the NHL draft June twenty eighth. Is that correct? Do you know off the top of your head? I think I that's right. So we had said it the other day, yeah. So I mean that's that's usually the day where, where things go down. Maybe maybe we'll see something until then. Um for those who are looking for some Flyers fix, Cutter Goach, Jay, Ronnie added are playing for Team USA in the IIHF uh, Worlds Tournament. Goach Jay with a goal today, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Scott Lawton. Captain Bogey's, Lots. Captain Lots is uh, wearing the A for Team Canada. Uh, I'm not sure when they play. I didn't check the schedule, but you know, if you need your hockey fix, your Flyers hockey fix, head over to NHL Network. All the games are being played over there. Lawton for Canada, Adderd, Coach Jay for Team USA. Uh, anything you want to promote before we log off here, Hoagie? No, you know, Pod, pod Street Boys. Catch all go. of us in the, in the weekly podcast. Yep, sure. Big show coming up. Great show this week. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, for as far as high and wide radio, we have uh, Zach Ronaldo popping on with us, I think. Oh, <laughs> tomorrow morning. We have them nailed down for Saturday morning. 
having trouble nailing down a time. So oh, we'll see, see how that goes. Um, nice. but yeah, hopefully looking forward to that. Um, Oh, thanks for doing this, man. Short notice. Absolutely. It was good to talk to you. It's feel like it's been a while. It definitely has. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. got brutal to talk of Flyers hockey towards the end. Oh, of the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not kidding. Hopefully this is the start of something new. Everyone who uh, hung out with us during the episode, thank you. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.